Welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel. Today I want to talk a little bit about hand-to-hand combat, that is weaponless combat, and also I got a few calls from Jason. So let's get into the combat first. I was listening to an old episode of Halberts and Helmets by Alex, and he was talking about apes. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, huh? And in his world, the apes are a playable uh, character uh, species, and they their one of their special abilities is that they they can punch people effectively, and they can they get two attacks when they do it. And what he said was, you know, sure they get this extra attack, but what ends up happening is he can't they're not using a weapon, right? It's a weaponless attack, so you can't have a magic weapon, whatever. So it kind of balances out. And I thought, that's pretty good. I like that idea. And in my game Unchained, of course, I have in the man-to-man combat, which is where you might use it anyways, I do have a section on, I just have unarmed. Like I just added it. It wasn't in Chainmail. I just added it. But I don't really have that in the troop combat or the abstract combat, which is the one you use a lot. And, I, and if you're thinking of one of these scenes where it's like a somebody like with no weapon but fighting a bunch of bad guys, right? Some that kind of scene. You might want to use that. So I thought, how could I incorporate this? Well, simply giving them two attacks or in, you know, the most obvious way would be to like double their attacks. That might be too powerful. <laughs> so let me just kind of roll back a little bit. If I'm going to do this, I would probably rate, and I would do this now, if you were trying to hit somebody, since there's no, you know, and I was going to use the system, I would make you light foot. So as light foot, one figure attacking somebody, let's say in any kind of armor is just ca- actually can't hurt them because it takes, it's like one die per two, uh, I think for heavy and maybe even one die per three for armored. So really you don't have a chance if you're fighting with your bare fists of hurting anybody in armor, unless you're a higher level character, like a second, third, fourth level fighter. But perhaps if you're trained in this martial art, you're able to fight as one extra figure because that would allow somebody who's trained that way to number one, have two dice if they're fighting somebody who's not an armor, so it's just like a fist fight, or one die if they're fighting somebody in something like chainmail, but they still wouldn't be able to hurt or kill somebody in plate mail. And I think that's pretty reasonable. Now, when you're a fighter or other classes as they level up, you obviously fight as more figures, and that would eventually allow you to do that. So you could be this kind of superhero martial artists. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think it's a real simple thing. I don't think I'm going to have it be a class, although if I did make it a class, I'd be more likely to make it double the, and when I say double the attacks, I mean double the figures or men as it's written in chainmail. So like, for instance, say a fighter at first level fights is one, then two, then three as they level up, but something like a magic user is like one, then one plus one, then two, then two plus one. So, you know, so, so it wouldn't, unless you're a fighter, it wouldn't be a straight line. So I'd probably, if I was doing some kind of monk martial artist, I'd probably have them be like a magic user progression as far as their attacks with the unarmed, but they would get double that, if that makes sense. I'd have to sit down and figure that out. But anyways, I don't think it would be a class anyways, unless somebody wanted to make it. And that's kind of how I'm running my OD&D now anyways. Boy, I'm saying anyways a lot. <laughs> anyways, uh, what I do now is I have the three main classes. If somebody wants to make a new character and they want to say, I want to be a special thing, I just make up something with them on the spot. So I'm not having any like list of character classes beyond the three main ones anyways. One more anyways for you to wrap that up. So I would be curious what you think. If you uh, know the system at all or you look at Chainmail, do you think that there's a place in the abstract combat or the troop combat for an unarmed fighter? 
Or do you think at that level they should just go to man-to-man and just deal with it there? Now, of course, this doesn't affect fantasy combat at all. Oh, I guess I I said it shouldn't be a class, but then I didn't talk about what what it would be. My idea would be this would be a skill that you would pick up through training. And really anybody could do it, but I'm thinking more like it'd be cool for a fighter to do with some of their money and time when the magic users and clerics are off learning spells. Because in my game, if you're not aware, even clerics have spell books because that's what it says in the little brown books. Well, the little brown books say all spellcasters, which would include clerics to me. And since clerics have to have spell books, that means they got to pay for their spells. They got to research them just like magic users. So in my game, what ends up happening is we might have a two month break where the magic users are all learning spells and the fighters just kind of hanging out. I guess I could send them on individual adventures, but we just don't really do that. We just skip forward in time. So this would be something maybe somebody could pick up. And of course, obviously, if you're a magic user or a cleric and you don't want to take the time to study spells or you just want to take the time to learn this, it's something that could be learned. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Is this something that uh, you would use? Do you think it's interesting? Do you think it's not interesting? I would love to know. You can call in to the show. I'll list all those ways at the end. But before we do that, let's take calls from Jason. As I'm editing this, I'm realizing I didn't mention anything about man-to-man. Well, if I do this and I add this to the system, then in man-to-man, there will also be some kind of a bonus. So it would be like you could now do it in abstract combat and then in addition to that, in man-to-man, you'd get, I would guess, probably a plus one to your attack. Hey, Daniel, Jason here. Just listened to Waterborne D&D Adventures. Great video, uh, or it sounded like it was a great video. I didn't see it because I was driving in the car. But I definitely will probably incorporate that. As you know, I'm going to be doing a, try to do a solo OD&D thing. Basically just copying off you slavishly. So we'll see how that works. But yeah, I, I think that's great stuff. The one thing I'll probably look, so I've got Pyroborg, and I know the page count of that scared you a little bit, but Pyroborg has some other fun things in there, like sea shanties that the um, crew can sing, and you can sing like a sea shanty a day and get different effects and things like that. So I may include that too for some things and pull from a couple of their sources. Um, and for weather, I may go to Goblin Henchman's Hexflower weather kind of thing. There's a version of that in the, I, I'm pretty sure there's one of that in, was it the heart of the sea or there's a C, um, Odin, uh, OSR C pamphlet zine that's got the hex flower weather stuff in there, I think. I'll have to look and confirm that. I might be totally wrong. But anyway, great video. Really enjoyed it. I will talk to you later. Hey, Daniel, I did this as a separate message. So if you want to play, you can. If you don't want to play, that's fine. As far as advertising and ads in your YouTube stuff, where I assume it'll pop up on the podcast here soon, you, you know what? I don't have any problem with it. I don't see a negative to it. You got to do what you got to do. And if this helps offset your time and equipment, there's no problem with that. And I appreciate, so like I need a minimalist wallet, to be honest. I, I don't know that I should admit this, but I've kind of carried <laughs> my, um, my, my credit cards and whatever cash and whatnot, you know, fold up in a handkerchief in my shirt pocket for the last couple of years, or, or, you know, maybe I'll shove in the front pocket of the jeans. So I kind of need a, a minimalist wallet anyway. You know, I stopped doing the, the back, the, you know, the rear of your pants pocket a long time ago. But so what, what you advertise is actually just what I need. I'm going to order one of them as soon as I stop the car and can safely do so. So thank you for actually using that advertiser. I I think that was a great product. And, you know, as long as you're not doing things, I mean, you can do whatever you want. That's fine. 
if I don't like the product, I won't order it. But a lot of shows end up with like, here's the razor for your private parts. And, you know, I, I don't know about stuff like that. But, I mean, if you do that, I'm not going to stop listening to you. But I did want to thank you because this product, the Minimalist Wallet, is actually super applicable and very cool. So I'm definitely going to order that. Anyhow, I just wanted to give you a little feedback on the advertisement side of things. And like I say, I don't necessarily expect you to play this. I just thought you you would like to hear it, you know, since you've recently added it to your program. Talk to you later. Thanks, Jason, for those calls. Um, so we'll address them, I guess, one at a time. As far as the waterborne, yeah, you know, I want to, I think I said this in the video too, as I was kind of creating it, because it was something I was asked about. Uh, I said, wow, this, I kind of want to do this myself. It feels like it be really fun to do. The pirate board <laughs> sea shanties. That sounds awesome. I wonder how that'll play out in a solo game. Will you, will you actually sing them or are you just going to roll the dice? Cause I feel like sing <laughs> whenever I have a, so this is kind of a weird side note. Whenever I mention somebody singing or doing anything like that as a dungeon master in games, the players always want me to do it. And I got to tell you, you really don't want to hear me singing a song. So <laughs> uh, I think they just, you know, it's, it's their opportunity to catch me. Right. So uh, I think that would be really fun, though, to, uh, on a serious note. I did not do Pirate Borg, partially because of the size, partially because I have a bunch of Mork Borg stuff, and I still have yet to touch any of it. I'm trying not to expand on systems that I have that I just haven't played, because as beautiful as Mork Borg is, for some reason, it just hasn't appealed to me at the table. So I have to really be able to separate the, these are things I'm actually going to use versus these are things that are just beautiful. <laughs> so that's why I didn't even uh, look at that. And so far as the advertising, you know, the, these people reached out to me and they were like, oh, you know, we like your YouTube channel and we have these wallets. And I, I immediately wrote back and I was like, I have a gaming channel. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't think this is an appropriate product. I'm not sure that, you know, you'll be wasting your time, you know, putting it there. And they said, oh, no, we've done our market research. And actually your demographic and gamers and stuff are people that like these things. And I was like, well, all right, I'll give it a shot. So I don't think it'll be a regular thing. I probably get more so on my photography uh, YouTube, but on the Bandit's Keep YouTube, I get a lot of people that ask me to either review something or show something or, you know, do a, a, a product placement or whatever. And, uh, you know, I decided I'd give it a shot, but I don't think it'll be a regular thing, to be honest with you. I don't, uh, unless it's something I actually think will be useful to me or to the people um, that are watching then uh, I don't think it'll be something that's regular, but I, I do appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, if you see me start to talk about, you know, razors for various parts of my body, you probably want to fast forward the video. So, <laughs> oh, I don't think I mentioned before, but I'll mention it now that in the show notes, you'll find a link to that Halberts and Henchman episode I was talking about. So I didn't reference something that I won't put a link to. Also, I'll put a link to Jason, of course, over at the Dirds RPG Variety Cast. And, uh, all my other goodness, my Discord, my Patreon, anything you want to follow over there would be appreciated. If you want to pick up a razor for you, no, no, we won't do that. I'll just talk to you soon.